afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Ooh, we got a really special show for you. I'm really glad you guys are tuning in today. Um, somebody I've been uh, looking forward to having on the show for quite a while. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham to kick us off. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. At the end of the day, no matter how they've behaved, no matter what they what was said, and no matter how things turned out, rest assured that your goodness was known by all. You rock the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. I guess uh, trying to remind us that uh, whether we realize it or not, that the the powers that be out there in the universe do see our good sides all the time. And let's see what uh, Abraham has in store for us today. Make up your mind that nothing is more important than how you feel now. Because now is everything. Now is the whole enchilada. Now is the power of me. Now, 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 now. You might as well start somewhere and it might as well be now. Why not start improving your life now, now, now? Abraham. So I believe what Abraham is really trying to uh, get us to realize with this quote is, and, and my loyal listeners, you know that Abraham is all about um, us raising our frequency, raising our vibration by keeping the state in which we live as in as good a feeling place as possible for us in the moment. And what this em- quote really emphasized is being in the moment, not focusing on what happened yesterday, not worrying about what we're going to do tomorrow or later today, but where are we right here, right now, and how do we make the most out of what we are doing right now? And how can we take our perspective of what we are in the middle of right now and lean in the direction of something that makes us feel good? Now, sometimes that direction is in feeling great, like things are good and now it's about feeling even better. And sometimes we're feeling awful and it's about leaning in the direction of just feeling some relief. We're human beings. We don't feel great all the time, but it's not about feeling great all the time. It's about what direction are we moving in? And if for some reason, some incident, something happened in our lives, at our jobs or around the world that make us feel kind of eh, make us feel kind of, you know, out of sorts, that's okay. And now what can you do in this moment to move in the direction of just feeling a little better? What would relief feel like to you? So two interesting quotes of the day today. Rather apropos, I think, for uh, our guest. And I am very, very happy to introduce you to Christine Closure. 
Christine is known as the transformation catalyst and has trained nearly 70,000 entrepreneurs, authors, and messengers from more than 100 countries around the world. She's recognized as a creative visionary behind the global transformation author movement. Christine's unique combination of intuition, soulfulness, and authenticity, along with 24 years of business, this is no kid, okay, Uh, experience as well as 15 years of experience working with messengers makes her one of the most respective and sought after transformational leaders today. And I am very, very pleased to have her on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with you. Ah, Me too. Me too. Great. So 24 years in business, huh? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> how, did, how did that start off? I mean, tell how me. How far when you, back do you want to go? It's when you were a little girl, did you like you tell your mother, like, mommy, I want to be a businesswoman when I grow up? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. There were no entrepreneurs in my family. Ah. I didn't know anyone who owned their own business except for my uncle who lived pretty far away. And I wasn't involved and had no idea. Really? Me neither. My, yeah. my parents worked for the city and most of my friend's parents were like, you know, middle class working people yep my mom was a teacher my dad, my dad was a salesman he sold computer oh. systems oh. like huge computer systems to places mm-hmm. like pratt and whitney and yeah. things like that but the entrepreneurial path just um it wasn't anything that was known when i was a kid i right. thought i grew up to be a teacher i am really? a teacher but just not in, in a school in a classroom different, way, right. different kind of school so, so, so what were your first steps on that entrepreneurial path how did you get started or was it by choice or was it uh, by circumstance it was absolutely not a conscious choice ah, i think okay. at a very deep level at a subconscious level i knew that mm-hmm. i needed to walk a path of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. i graduated college back in 1988 mm-hmm. and I had t- done one too many of those silly on-campus interviews at least for me they were silly <laughs> <laughs> you know like I had my suit on and my pantyhose uh, and all that stuff and I was just like that night after I did this one particular interview I can picture the suit that I was wearing oh really I just thought to myself I can't do this uh, so that night over a pitcher of a Miller Lite beer at the local <laughs> pub I managed to recruit one of my girlfriends to get out of Dodge I was at a small private college in providence rhode island and after we graduated we hopped in a car and Mm. we drove three thousand miles to san diego oh wow yeah (laughs) didn't have a job didn't have a place to live didn't know anybody there but my soul knew i needed to get out so i'd say Uh, that's when i knew that i kind of marched the beat of my own drum (laughs) right right wow did you know anybody why san diego um, no idea. It was about as far away as I could get from New England. <laughs> it was like, yeah, well, how far can we go? Pretty much. <laughs> Unless you hop on a plane to Hawaii, that's about the edge of the country. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That was as cool. far as I could get. And that wasn't by conscious choice. We just looked at a map and said, well, if we could go anywhere, where would we want to go? Hmm. And San Diego was the place. And we ended up in a beautiful apartment right on the bay, right wow. by Mission Beach. Oh, if anyone knows nice. San Diego, yes. it's beautiful there. Yes. And I hung out for a year. Actually, I worked for a radio station. Oh, did you? <laughs> in San Diego. Ah, so it's a bit of coming <laughs> yes. home today. Wonderful. <laughs> a little bit, yes. And and so, wh- how did you get started in business? Like, what what were you? Would you just start doing? Um. Well, 
after San Diego, I'd come back home to get serious about my life. So oh, I went okay. back to Connecticut and spent two more years working in radio. And then I was landed oh. back in Los Angeles. <laughs> like I just I couldn't <laughs> do New England. Across the I country, ping-ponged. Huh? And when I landed in LA, mm-hmm. I happened to be talking with someone in a jacuzzi one day at a friend's party who was a personal fitness trainer. Uh. And I was like, oh, you know, I used to teach aerobics. What is that? And mm-hmm. it was like personal fitness training led to yoga you know having my own yoga studio led to me oh, needing really? w- support from other women entrepreneurs so mm-hmm. i founded a group of women entrepreneurs back in mm-hmm. 2000 and we ended up okay. with 500 members with no marketing wow um, and now all of us and many of the members were very well known internet marketers and people who are up ah. to things and that was a transitional time and i thought well what is this internet thing ah. And over the course of years, I've, you know, had my ups and downs in, uh, you know, using that as my my vehicle to serve people and really transform lives. Wow. I I assume since, you know, uh, intuition is one of your uh, uh, qualities that you like to talk about uh, that come from your yoga practice. To be honest with you, I don't really, I don't know where it came from. I didn't have it as a kid Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that decision that night over a pitcher of beer to go to San Diego, I just, I knew that I needed to go. And then I knew when I had this conversation in the hot tub about becoming a personal fitness trainer, I knew Mm. I needed to do that. And then I knew I needed to start this women's group. Mm. And then I knew I needed to write my first book and invite 39 other women to join me in contributing chapters. And I just, you know, it's just this feeling of knowing. I can't Mm. say... Yeah. exactly or how exactly it started okay, okay. i got gotcha. you i gotcha it has i mean it's led me through some very challenging times mm-hmm. um but never in the wrong direction mm. did you ever do anything to develop it or like once you kind of recognized like hmm like the stuff these messages tend to steer me in the right direction did you ever do any practices to try and develop it or you just kind of let it come the way it is the practice was entrusting it mm. and the more i trusted it the more it led me Oh. And I'm in a phase right now of it kind of leading me, you know, as you read in my bio, the intro, right. I've trained nearly 70,000 authors and messengers right. and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. over the last few years. And I feel like that intuition again is saying, wait, no, <laughs> there's people you're meant to serve that maybe don't want to write, write books, books and get their messages okay. out, but want to live a soulful authentic kind of life and um what was your experience like working with so many authors and that must have been an interesting enterprise of like helping people to message what they have to say to the world it's been a phenomenal journey you know Mm -hmm. it's interesting and i'd love to get into the story if you're curious about it but Mm -hmm. when i started working with authors I was also writing my own books and sharing my own message and wanting to mm-hmm. build my own platform. And I always held the work I did with authors at an arm's distance. It's like, well, oh, really? you know, I'm really here to be my own author and share my own message and I'll help you with your book. But it, it was uh, something I held at a distance uh, and it literally required me losing everything. Oh, I mean, really? bankruptcy, foreclosure, losing everything um, for me to wake up and see that I was supposed to combine my love for serving authors, but Mm. I I needed it to be deeper. 
Mm. And I've been facilitating facilitating transformational workshops and retreats since 97 in some capacity over all those years. Right. And after losing everything and I had a blank slate because I was just Mm. misaligned with what I was really supposed to be doing. Uh. That's when I saw the marriage between transformation and authorship. Ah. And it was through the, you know, through the marriage and being like, okay, okay. like I'm a stand for transformational authors. It's because mm-hmm. if it's just about a book about a book without the transformational piece and mm. who the author becomes in the process, right, right. it's not nearly as exciting for me as when I the see. book is used um, right. as a tool to facilitate someone's transformation right so if it's just a nice story if it was just something that was kind of informational it's like eh, okay eh. but it's like if it was something can you give us an example maybe of a, a famous transformational book of, of the type of thing um well actually you? yeah i just actually received a book in the mail from a client of mine colleen o'grady mm. and it was a book called dial down the drama mm. started working with her back in 2011 and mm. it's a book about um how a mother and a teenage daughter can have a peaceful joyous relationship <laughs> through the teenage years and she always felt like in order for her to share her message she had to be a perfect parent uh. and as we worked together there was something in our work that gave her permission to just be herself Mm. and to not have to be perfect. And as she grew and transformed and let go of perfection for herself, Mm -hmm. she was able to step forward just in who she was and the brilliant Mm. mother that she was, the brilliant, she's a counselor, she had done therapy with thousands of families. I mean, she knew her stuff. So the type you know it's not so much the content mm-hmm. of the book but the transformation of who the author becomes and mm. now she's totally authentic she's who she is she doesn't try to be perfect she just mm-hmm. is her, is her. and uh, oh, you know wonderful. her book just came out with amicom so she got a traditional publishing contract oh, for wow. it great yeah that's and not easy to do these no days. it certainly isn't uh, okay. but she's a wonderful. different person than she was Beautiful. four years ago Beautiful. yeah okay um, so we're going to take a short break And when we come back, uh, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, what does it mean to be authentic and, uh, uh, you know, maybe being a little open about some of our trials and tribulations that take us from one place to another. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour is Christine Closer, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. 
talkingalternative.com. The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Christine Closer. So, Christine, uh, I'm curious. Uh, you know, we talked about authenticity a little bit last time and a little bit about your story. When things were leading up to that big crash that you had in your life, mm-hmm. could you feel that you were being inauthentic? Because sometimes I think like, you know, we we tend to be convinced by society, like these are the things we should like. These are the things we should do. This is how we should be. And they're not really us. And we don't really realize that, though, until after like something big like that happens. There was a niggling. I actually remember I was working with a coach at the time. You know, I was on retreat with him and some of his other clients. Mm hmm. And as I was on this path, right, because I had just written this book called The Freedom Formula, How to Put Soul in Your Business and Money in Your Bank. Mm -hmm. Amazing book. We've sold thousands of copies. Um, And where I really wanted to be was in the how to put soul part Mm -hmm. in your business. But where I thought was the only place that I could make the money and actually have a business was in teaching people how to do the money Money in the bank, yeah. The money in the bank part. So I tried to I tried to bring it in, mm-hmm. but it just I I could feel and I remember I was with this coach in a room. Actually, my husband was there with me, mm-hmm. and in tears I was saying, "I I know it all looks right from the outside. Right. You know, I've got the big event and the book mm-hmm. and great. I mean, I had Neil Donald Walsh write the forward oh, to wow. my book. I mean, you don't every yeah. day get <laughs> Neil Donald Walsh write the forward to your book, right? right like right. when I tell you it looked like everything was wow. right on track, it uh-huh. looked perfect. Like, and mm-hmm. it was everything that I thought that I was building towards. Right. But I had voice. I'm like, I know it looks right, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. Something about this doesn't feel, feel right. 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 Like I was not solid and stable mm. inside of myself. Right. right. And then, you know, I went on to have some success. But when mm. you have success on a unstable foundation, it eventually collapses. The only thing that can do is have it implode. It took right. about two years really? for it to go from bad to as bad as it could get. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. But, uh, I knew all along. Okay. So there was a nagging. There was a niggling. Yeah, there was a nagging. So once everything did collapse, how were you able to kind of turn it around and and kind of realize sort of why it collapsed? And then what did you need to do in order to really turn things around and, and make it the way it should be? Well, thankfully, as my intuition guided me, Mm About a month before, like, the rug got pulled out from underneath me, mm-hmm. I had dedicated myself to a very um, consistent meditation practice, okay. something that had been challenging for me for years. Mm. And I had been spending one to two hours every morning, like from 5 to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. before my daughter got up for school, I would just go have my time to connect. Right. 
So, you know, I had a month of that habit. So mm-hmm. when the rug really got pulled out from underneath me, mm-hmm. um, I, I stayed consistent with that habit. Mm-hmm. And I allowed all of the emotion to come. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't not deny any of the way that I was feeling. Okay. I let it pour through me sometimes like a tsunami mm-hmm. um, of rage and anger and pain. But I just, I just stayed with it and let it go and kept mm-hmm. asking like I know I'm not done yet there's so much more inside of me mm-hmm. show me where you want me universe where do you want me to be where, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to be doing I have wisdom I have gifts I have talents I have mm-hmm. desire I have capability I have ability you know point me in the direction mm-hmm. and for about two months like I was like <laughs> there is mm-hmm. no uh, answer coming back right. but I stayed with it uh-huh. and then I heard these words transformational author experience Mm -hmm. which were words i had actually heard a year earlier Uh. and this was well it was january february 2011 i heard those words Mm -hmm. again it was 2010 that i thought oh i got this great thing i'm gonna do and i had made the well i guess it was a blessing i had asked some of my colleagues in 2010 for like what what do you think of this you know Mm -hmm. and they all gave it the worst rating ever. <laughs> like if it was on a scale of one to 10 of great programs to start, I, this like was minus two, <laughs> minus two. It wasn't really on the scale. Like no one's going to buy something called the transformation author experience. It needs to be more benefits driven. I was like, okay. So they gave me another name right. and I did that other name. Mm-hmm. So right. The picture is February, 2011. Um, we're going through foreclosure. Don't know where we're going to live. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, signed our bankruptcy papers. Mm. And the only thing the universe is telling me to do is the very thing, the transformational author experience <laughs> that everyone's telling that you everyone said like, would never no, work. I'm right. like, but wait, like <laughs> I need money so I can, you know, move us into a house. Like, what do you mean you're telling me to do the very thing that everyone said wouldn't work? Um. But by then and with all I had been through, I actually knew that I had to listen because I could uh, feel in like I couldn't stand in integrity mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine talking to someone about success. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine talking to anyone about what it takes to make money because look at where I was. Right. But having in some capacity done transformational work and with the transformation I was going, going through at that yourself. time, yeah. I could be authentic in standing for transformation. Mm -hmm. And I had in some capacity been working with authors since 2005. Mm. So I knew that no matter what was happening, even if I don't know, didn't know where I'd be living or I had to teach this training from my car, Mm -hmm. I knew that I could be in integrity and authenticity and alignment with transformational Mm. author. It was the only thing I could do. Mm. So I did it. Uh And, uh, so how long did it take once you started doing that to things to really turn around for you? Well, I had the thought in, or, you know, February, by end February, I think I had fully committed. I'm doing this thing. Mm. I don't care what anyone else says. And by May of 2011, I was trading my first 10,000 authors. Wow. And had made $100,000 in income off the program Whoa. so I could get my family back wow. on our feet. 
Wow, so that so was fast. This is why I'm a firm believer in authenticity <laughs> and alignment because yeah. that that was the ticket right. for me. That was the key right. for me. Right, because ultimately, even if people can't consciously know it when you're being inauthentic, they can unconsciously feel it, can't they? Yes, you yes. Know? And, and, and if we're not really standing in our truth... You know, just people are naturally just going to fall away from us. They're just not going to come. They're not going to be attracted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. But that's, uh, I, I mean, it takes sometimes a real courage to stand up and say, this is what I'm about in the face of, you know, everybody telling you you're crazy if you're going to do that. But yeah. that's sometimes getting to that level of trust is exactly what we need. Yeah. And th- I mean, these were top level, I mean, marketing mentors that I looked up to and admired mm. for what they did. Like they mm. were the ones telling me no one's going to buy that. Right. So what, what do you think is the real lesson in that for you? Trust myself. Mm. Follow my own intuition. Right. Do what feels, feels, feels. Not what looks right, right to everybody else. Right. But what feels right for me. Because the thing is, other people know what it took for them to get to where they are. But that's not necessarily what it takes for us to get to where we want to go. It oh, am- don't get me started <laughs> on that one. <laughs> we might need another hour if we get started on that one. It's okay. You can come back. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I, it drives me nuts because I see so many people like selling these programs because they think they've figured out the key to success. This is the formula for success. And it's great. It's the formula for them. And that's what worked for them. But it's not necessarily going to work for everybody in the audience. So it's really about finding what works for you. Absolutely. Right, right. Why do you think people are so scared to be authentic today? One of the reasons I think is because we don't see a lot of models. Mm. You know, we're, we're trained and breeded for this thing called success, which given, you know, our society and advertising and marketing and media, well, obviously not this type of media, but general (laughs) media, mainstream media will say, um, is really just preaching that there's a way that it looks, there's a way that it's supposed to be. And I think we're so conditioned that people don't even know what's true for them. And if you don't know what's true for you and you're defining yourself by what you see on TV or read in the magazines or all over the billboards or Mm -hmm. what have you, it's like you lose yourself. And it, I mean, I think the journey to stepping into your authenticity Mm -hmm. is one of the hardest journeys that people can make. Absolutely. It requires some... It requires to be brave. Yes. It really requires to be brave because yes. what that means for you is completely different from what it means for everybody else. And, you know, when you don't see somebody else doing the same thing, it's like you're breaking new ground. It's that unknown thing that you're stepping into. It can be scary. Yeah. It's interesting. I was just talking with someone on my team and they're like, you know, we really like, what's this new program going to be? And I'm like, well, you know, I want the program to be about authenticity, hmm. but there's no curriculum. There's no step-by-step. Right. No step, there's no formula. I can't right. teach you one, two, three, four, five steps and you'll be authentic. Right. Authenticity is an experience. It's a becoming. It's yeah. a, it's a knowing. And if anyone's giving you a formula for right. authenticity, you know, be careful. Right. 
Absolutely. Unless it's a form. (laughs) Check your wallet. Yeah. I mean, the only way to authenticity, especially if you're working with someone to help you get there, Mm. they shouldn't be teaching you anything but how to return to yourself. Just to be a mirror for the truth that you are and to help guide you there. And it, it, can be scary what i've found for myself over the last year and a half the most important thing for me for helping me to be more authentic is having a community a community who you know will accept you and 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 be okay with you being exactly who you are without sort of the expectations that you have to be this or that and i think that's a, a key i've seen more and more that we lack in general in society because we've gotten so fractured and so separated and we may live in huge buildings and not know our neighbors. We don't have community the way we used to when we were small tribes living in small villages and that makes a huge difference it sure does wonderful okay it's time for us to take another commercial break um when we come back uh let's talk about why some people can't stand authenticity um and why it drives some people nuts and of course if anyone would like to call in and ask your own questions of christine or myself we always welcome those our call-in number is 877-480-412 You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Um, Christine, do you find sometimes that uh, some people in in the the marketing arena tend to not like authenticity so much? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I think it can be scary for people if if they are teaching systems and, you know, formulas and just do what I did and then you'll experience success. You know, when someone comes in right. and is willing to say, like, I'm willing to say, you know, 
Right. It doesn't really work. work. One of because one of my favorite things to say, and I just came up with this. I said it in a talk about a month ago, is that strategy mm. without alignment and authenticity mm. is a recipe for disaster. Mm. And so much of I what's like happening that. out there in the you know marketing world and the internet world and all of that, it's all strategy, 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 strategy. Do the strategy, and you'll get this. You know, right, become a millionaire right. overnight, or at least right. by next year, or yeah, yeah. you know, and enjoy month long vacations in Tahiti with your family on your <laughs> private yacht. <laughs> you know, and it's very appealing, right? Right. Um, yeah, and it, the, and it brings lots of people into a into a hall to listen to someone say things like that but the reality is 90 percent of those people if not 99 percent of those people are not going to achieve any kind of success just following a strategy exactly but with the authenticity foundation underneath it right um, for some people that's all they need i just had four of my mentoring clients in a private retreat just a week ago okay and, you know, sitting down with them and, and many of them were, well, I think three of the four had had experiences where they had paid a large sum of money mm-hmm. to work with someone who they thought was going to really help them mm. get to the essence underneath. Mm. And then once they got in, it was all about, well, just do this and just do that and just do this uh. and just do that. And you know, with no regard to who they are, where they're at in their life, what they want their lifestyle to be like. Not everyone wants to make a hundred or yeah. million dollars. Some people just, you right. know, if they can make $3,000 a month doing what they love, right. they'd be thrilled. Right. And so, it, so what advice would you give to people to avoid those kinds of things where you go and you think someone's really going to help you and it turns out it's all about the do, 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 do? Pay attention mm-hmm. at the get-go. If mm-hmm. you are making your choice mm-hmm. out of fear, mm-hmm. then it's not the choice to be made. Right, because a lot of these people who, who do this stuff, they tend to try and get you in using some kind of scarcity tactic. Some kind of like, yeah, come in now before we close out and this is going to be the last class we're ever going to do in the entire history. And, <laughs> you know, if you get it now, it's only, you know, $5,000 and it goes up to $15,000 tomorrow. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> and there's a lot of really leading um you know, people to believe that, oh, if I don't do this, I'm never going to be able to be successful. Mm. And people want to be successful because they want to make a difference. Right, right. So there's such a deep, you know, heartfelt calling to want the success because a success means you're serving, mm. right? And making your difference. It's such an emotional draw. Right. But right. we always, I mean, we always talk to our clients like this. It has to feel right for them. It has to real feel right for me. It's right. especially at the higher levels. You have to know that the decision is not made in fear because right. way back when, when I had my success and lost everything, uh-huh. I had about 40 clients, higher level clients who made decisions to work with me out of fear. fear. That was mm-hmm. the only model I knew to teach. Right. And it, it's horrendous. I mean, it was a, such a challenging experience for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you like, you know, I always tell my clients, go sleep on it. Yeah. And people tell me like, what are you 
tell them clients to go sleep it on. You gotta get them to you know buy it right, right now. Right, the emotions right, right. high, and you're gonna seal the deal. And like, right, right, right. I'd rather have them sleep on it right. and feel great about their decision. That was the best piece of advice somebody gave me like seven years ago. It was very interesting. There's this um, this type of of, of uh, I don't know what you call it. Uh, called this this reading I got for this system called Human Design. Oh yeah. And and the guy who did it, it was it was really interesting. I just like found somebody who can do the interpretation because you can get the chart for free. Uh, um, they had a website of like who were the approved practitioners. I got this guy. It was his last reading before he left for San Diego, actually. (laughs) I remember the day because the clouds looked really weird that day. It was a cloudy Hmm. day. And one of the things he said to me was the way I'm my design chart, like I'm not good if I make decisions right away. He said the best thing you can do, he said, always tell everybody if they try and get you to make a decision right away, tell them you need to sleep on it. And just say it's your policy that, and it and it and and there are other things he said, but that thing I remembered so clearly because it really resonated with me, and so many times I've used that with people to say oh, I don't know, let me sleep on it, let me sleep on it. And now sometimes the decision was still yes or the decision was still no, but I came to it much more comfortably because I had an opportunity to really process everything. And yeah, like it feels good to say yes or no. So that's a big one. Yes. From your truth, from your power, from your authentic self, not from fear, manipulation. You know, you're going to be a loser forever if you don't buy this now. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but it it is scary to people because authenticity if you've got that, it's almost like you don't need anything else. Right, right. You know, one of my clients, again, at the retreat last week was saying, you know, now that this, now that this internal piece is really shifting for me, like mm-hmm. she actually went from not ever thinking that she could ever be good enough to feeling in every cell of her body that she was. Mm-hmm. And that for her is what's going to bring her success, not yeah. a strategy, but that she right. can stand in right. her power Right. know her value, know her worth, right. speak the truth when she speaks to, you know, prospective clients about who she right. is and what she can offer and what she can promise and what she can't promise right. to deliver. Right. Right. Um, and that is just like, Oh my gosh, you know, I never <laughs> thought that I'd ever feel this way. And that kind of confidence you get mm-hmm. with authenticity, mm-hmm. it like you, you, there's, you can't put a price tag on it because right. it changes everything yeah absolutely and it creates not so much of a need for the everything else which is i think why it's a little Mm, nerve-wracking yeah and and people don't expect it i once had a very powerful businessman that i met i was speaking at a lisa nichols seminar oh yeah i adore lisa (laughs) and um so she invites me to speak at her event every May called Speak and Write to Make Millions and Mm -hmm. i was chatting with this extremely successful businessman i mean Mm -hmm. like you know negotiates multi-million dollar deals Mm -hmm. and every time i talked with him he would take a step away from me Uh and i was aware of it and Uh he you know knew what he was doing and i just kind of said you know what's going on Uh he said um your genuineness and your realness scare me because everyone else i talked to want something from me uh, so it, it he became highly uncomfortable mm-hmm. because i just 
wanted to create a space for him to receive mm-hmm. what he needed in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, it threw him. Wow. It threw yeah. him a little bit. And so. that's not really an uncommon reaction, is it? Because people are not used to people really being real. Yeah. You know, we're used to people. It's like we almost kind of expect people to be like giving us a story or the old expression was shining us on, you know, that, yeah. that it's all smoke and mirrors. So we almost kind of expect it. So when someone shows up not being that way, it's like, well, what is this? What's going on? Right. Yeah. But what I find in that space of what is this, what's going on, mm-hmm. is that th- when you stand in your authenticity, you will polarize people. Mm. But only but that's a good thing. Yes. But only in the way that. Has you be the lighthouse, the beacon, the transmission tower for people who in their, maybe not consciously aren't seeking authenticity, but in their heart, they know that this is what they want in their soul. Like at a deeper level, they know that they're seeking it. When you as a business owner, entrepreneur, messenger, author, healer, consultant, Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing in the world, when you can show up as that Mm -hmm. and be that transmission tower of authenticity, Mm The people who don't even know they're looking for that, but when they see it, Mm -hmm. they know it, Mm -hmm. they feel it, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to sell anyone (laughs) anything. Anything. They know that you are who they need, and the rest of them who are scared by authentic truth and being themselves, they filter out. Right, because that's not your tribe, right? Exactly. Like Seth Gooden, as he talks about, it's Mm -hmm. like... being authentic is the ultimate way to find your tribe because the people who really resonate with who you are and what your message is are going to find you and those that don't will ignore you and you want them to because that's not who you're speaking to and having been one who attracted (laughs) a tribe that really wasn't the right vibration for me it was there was some of the most difficult work i ever had to do because i had to deliver but now I feel like I don't even work at all because yeah. <laughs> I love my clients. Right, I was right. just telling someone last week, I said, I swear if there was a contest that they had, I mean, I don't believe in competition, right, but right. if there were right. a contest of like who had the world's best clients, mm-hmm. I really feel like I would win hands down <laughs> um, because I'm the right fit for them. They are right. the right fit for me. And there's, you know, everyone takes responsibility for their parts and, mm-hmm you know, steps forward and it's, it's, it's awesome. And that is one of the gifts of authenticity is just bringing in beautiful, amazing clients you get to work with. Wonderful. Wonderful. So how about this? When we come back from break, we're about to take our last commercial break of the show. Amazing. Um, Maybe we can give some tips to people uh, who like want to take those first steps onto being more authentic of, you know, making those first kind of scary things, you know, some little tips to kind of help them with that process. Okay. Perfect. Wonderful. Okay. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the conscious consultant hour, awakening humanity. Of course, if you want to call in, this is your last chance. 877-480-4120. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Dude. Dude. Transforming Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com. It's the Dudes of Disruption. The Dudes of Disruption is a new show geared toward the global tribe of disruptors who are committed to interrupting the automatic ways of their lives so they go out and leave their mark on the world powerfully. Consider every Tuesday night, 8 to 9 Eastern, on TalkingAlternative.com, forever disrupted. The Dudes of Disruption, disrupting your automatics. Dude. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking this hour with Christine Closer, and it's been a pleasure. So, Christine, before we end the show, we I just feel it would be so wonderful to share with our audience some tips. Um, you said you have some steps that could help them with being more authentic. So. Yes. And let me just say first, like, this is not a formula right. that I'm giving you. <laughs> no strategy here. It's just some ideas. This is not ideas. really a strategy. This is a framework for... <laughs> what it takes for you internally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do kind of put them in a sequential order because it feels like that's um, how they may work the best. But again, it's not formulaic. These are things to return you to yourself. Okay. Um, the first thing that I would recommend in your journey of authenticity is to, number one, write down the word, have connection. Connection. If you bite, you heard me say earlier, if you're mm-hmm. with us earlier, that when this idea came to me to do the transformational author experience, mm-hmm. it came out of the stillness. Mm-hmm. It came out of the quiet. It mm-hmm. came out of the deep connection that I have within myself. Right. That is my connection with the entirety of the universe. Right. right? At whatever right. words you name that. Right. right. Um, that kind of connection. Um, to that greater source, your higher self is critical for the journey of authenticity because it is a journey that the personality can take you off of very easily, but that the soul will keep you on track. And and that's something that you really need some time with yourself, you know, not with any distractions, but just with yourself. Absolutely. And then the second thing to really look at is a word you mentioned earlier, which is courage. Courage, And courage in, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do this crazy feat and, you know, jump off the bungee cord or fly (laughs) out of a plane or like any of these things. I'm talking about the kind of courage, just bring it into your awareness Mm -hmm. to when you feel that something needs to be said. Mm Mm-hmm. That might be a little bit challenging to say, but you know it's your truth. Mm. Practice saying it. Mm. That's the kind of courage, not the kind of courage that moves mountains and, right. you know, what have you, but the kind of courage that just allows what's in your heart and soul right. to be spoken right. out yeah. in the world. Don't, don't censor yourself. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, the third aspect here mm. is to, in some way, develop what 
kind of daily practice is best for you? Mm. Like, do you wake up every morning and just, you know, share your gratitudes or bless Mm. the people that you love or, Mm -hmm. you know, thank the universe for the amazing Mm -hmm. day that lies ahead and spend Mm -hmm. some time, you know, creating and envisioning what it is you want to create. Mm. It's, you know, it's like going to the gym. If you go once every other week, um, those muscles are never going to grow. But if you can really stay disciplined with some sort of daily practice that's right for you, Right. Um, whether it's the quiet or a walk right. in nature or right. reading, you know, you read the universe quotes, quotes and yeah. Abraham, just something that returns you to your own truth right. on a daily, right. daily basis. Yeah. A friend of mine, he likes to, he says he, he doesn't always do the practice, but he said he used to do it all the time. He'd write out his day backwards. Like at the beginning of the day, we talk about how his day went. Yes. (laughs) Yep. People do that. I mean, I know I almost every morning I listen to a guided meditation by my Ah, teacher. I have a collection. It's like, oh, I think I was. But that's, you know, I wake up, I put my headphones in. And when I'm still in that sort of Mm -hmm. semi-sleep state, it feels like I can really go deep. But, you know, so that's part of my practice. Cool. Um, so nice. you all listening need to determine what your own right. personal what daily practices, but consistency yeah. is what strengthens the muscle muscle of authenticity. Right. Um, and then fourth one mm-hmm. is to just keep the faith, mm-hmm. like no matter what mm-hmm. trust mm-hmm. that your soul is guiding you where you're meant to be, no matter mm-hmm. what might be hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like even when I was going through my challenges, there was a deeper part of me that just trusted and yeah. knew that somehow this is for my highest good. Right, right. That um, whether it seems like it or not, the universe is unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to. Yes. And trust that it's yes. working that way for you too. And if you really not just believe it, but mm. know it for yeah. yourself. Yeah. It allows you to stand more firmly yeah. in in your truth, yeah. in your authentic expression, on your unique right. place in the world as who mm-hmm. you are, mm-hmm. um, unlike anybody else on the planet, mm-hmm. right? But uh, trust is definitely a piece of it. Yeah. And then the fifth thing I'm going to encourage you to do is mm-hmm. just be willing to come out of hiding. Hmm. And for some of you listening, this is going to require perhaps first acknowledging yes. where you have been hiding. Yeah. Like you may be, you know, not hiding in 75, 80%, yeah. like all these other areas, but there's this kind of place where you yeah. feel like, oh, I'm playing it a little safe there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, playing a little. Keeping that a little quiet, keeping that a little toned down. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I've, I've on this show, I've met many people who, you know, were psychic or spiritual, or you know, had this connection and could see and feel and hear things that most people couldn't, and they would not necessarily suppress it, but keep it to the side or keep quiet about it, not say anything about it. And then they really didn't come into their full glory until they really accepted and started talking about it because they were always so afraid if they talked about it, people would think they're crazy. Probably the opposite happened. They started exactly. talking and they were like, oh my gosh, right. tell me we, more and yeah, more exactly. drawn to them because it's part of who they authentically are. Exactly. Exactly. So yes. Yeah. So those are just five little tips. Connection, courage, Connection. daily practice, trust, and 
No more hiding. No more hiding. So it's almost yeah. more qualities as opposed yes. to, that's why it's not a formula. It's not a formula. It's ways of being. Ways of These being. Ways of being. Yes. I mean, it's always a great reminder that we're human beings, not human doings. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's the thing is, is it focusing on the doings or the beings? And that's really where the magic is, is in how we can be more authentic, how we can be more of ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately that's why, right? I mean, yeah. why bother being more authentic? Because it is a scary thing and it's not always necessarily easy, but that is who we are. Yes. Yeah. And the other amazing thing, like, you know, your note from the universe yes. earlier, um, in my experience, the experience of my clients, the, the miracles and the mm-hmm. blessings and the mm-hmm. grace and the unexpected, mm-hmm. you know, connection or phone call or whatever, these things be these synchronicities from you know, the universe start to have the more you step into your authenticity, the more, the less you have to work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get what you want because it shifts into being an opening to allowing the unfolding of your life plan. That's already there. Right. Like you just need to come into alignment with it. Right. Right. And then a lot less (sighs) effort. It's a lot less struggle. Yes. You know, as Abraham, the, 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 the analogy Abraham likes to make, it's swimming downstream. Yes. It's allowing the current to carry you. But we're too busy holding on to the shore. We're holding on to the rocks and the water keeps pounding against us because it wants to take us in the direction we're supposed to go. And we're just holding on to the rocks and not letting go. And it's when we let go. That it just takes us, and it's a beautiful yes. ride, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Tell me, who who inspires you these days? Who do you, who do you like look up to as being authentic? Oh well, I would have to say my own teacher. Mm-hmm. I work with a teacher. Her name is Katie Anna. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons why I actually landed in York, Pennsylvania after 14 oh. years in Los Angeles. I don't, I'm like, what am I doing in York? <laughs> I don't need to be here for work. You know, my husband doesn't need to be here. How do mm-hmm. we land here? Mm. And um, I think part of it is because she was there. And oh. She's been a, a great service to me on my, on my journey. Wonderful. And, you know, holds that stand for authenticity shows shows me what it looks like Mm -hmm. and points out to me gently Mm -hmm. um, if I'm getting on track and Mm -hmm. helps me get back on Um, she's someone who really she's also one of my clients she writes just book after book after book after Ah, book after book okay wonderful Um, Wonderful. yeah but I really admire her well thank you for coming all the way into New York City from York Pennsylvania it was wonderful having you in studio today Christine wonderful being here thank Thank you so much so if people want to learn more about you and and find out more how can they find you best place is to just go to my name christineclosure.com which I'll spell because there's a couple (laughs) of uh, ways you could do that it's Uh C-H-R-I-S T-I-N-E Christine Mm -hmm. and then closer is K Mm -hmm. L-O S like Sam Mm -hmm. Mm E-R so christineclosure.com and you'll find out everything you might need to know wonderful wonderful and you'll be launching new things in the future pretty soon yes maybe beginning of the year we think maybe um well there's something coming beginning of the year that's still 
not quite totally new, but mm-hmm. April, May, June, sometime in there, a second quarter, I'm ready to come out of hiding in a way ah, that I've been needing to do. So great, stay tuned. Great. So maybe we'll have you back then. <laughs> yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Great. Thank you. And as always, thank you, our listeners, for tuning in this week, whether it's live or on the podcast um, or on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, we are coming up on the holiday season so you know people are kind of in and out we'll have some great interviews coming up uh, next week in my interview with Michael Shine all about uh, thought leadership it was a very interesting uh, conversation we're going to have on thought leadership and uh, I hope you'll stay tuned for that thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Dude, dude, dude. Transforming Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com. It's the Dudes of Disruption. The Dudes of Disruption is a new show geared toward the global tribe of disruptors who are committed to interrupting the automatic ways of their lives so they go out and leave their mark on the world powerfully. 
consider every Tuesday night, 8 to 9 Eastern, on TalkingAlternative.com, forever disrupted. The dudes of disruption, disrupting your automatics. Dude. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 